With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We got co-host Dez. We got Marty from Boot to the Face. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to FPC Radio Live. It is a football, 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 football Thursday. Um, this is fantastic. I, I woke up in such a great mood this morning. Uh, I, I maybe it was it was the ton of coffee that I drank first thing <laughs> when I did get up. Uh, but uh, I, I have sheets. I have notes because uh, we have a game to talk about tonight, and I'm excited. This is this is going to be great. We've been waiting for this for for months since February. Of course, everything that's gone on since then has has added uh, more of a uh, anticipation and a build up to to the kickoff of this season. So I'm excited. I know my my co-host is is, is excited because I you know he's. His excitement was just uh, reverberating throughout the uh, the airwaves before we got on the air today. So I'm not going to hesitate any longer. I'm going to bring him in. Mike, how's it going, my friend? No. 
la, la, la. I am excited, my friend. I am excited. It is back. It is back. We are getting football back. No, all kidding aside, uh, it really is. Uh, kudos to the NFL for starting on time. Um, you hope continued safety for everyone. I know I sound like a negative person there, folks, and I'm trying not to be. Um, I really do want to believe that they'll be able to contain and, and keep everyone healthy. And I, I think they've done a pretty good job so far. I'm very optimistic that they'll be able to continue doing that. But having NFL football back on the field tonight is just an amazing, uh, you know, feeling for any football fan and anyone who covers the, the, you know, the NFL, anyone who finds their living or finds their entertainment value in in professional football. This is the night you've been waiting for, and uh, a great game on tap yeah. to boot. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, defending Super Bowl champions, taking on. Your man, Bill O'Brien, and the Houston Texans. So um, I know we're going to be talking a lot about that today, uh, but uh, a lot going on always in all of mm -hmm. professional sports, too. Definitely don't want to slight anything else. Some great matchups going on in NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. So great time. And mm -hmm. now the NFL officially joins the fray. We have all four major sports playing meaningful games as of this evening. And uh, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah, no, hey, it's it's going to be great. Um, I know I'm going to be parked, <laughs> excuse me, in front of the TV today watching this game. And uh, yeah, you know, Bill O'Brien obviously is is not my guy. Uh, however, <laughs> however, in our fantasy football league, uh, my quarterback plays tonight, Sean Watson. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going up against Snowman uh, this week. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait to uh, uh, just completely wipe the floor with him it's gonna be great i'm gonna i'm gonna it, it's gonna be a blowout big big numbers my friend big numbers um <laughs> actually i got i gotta work on my trash talk i'm starting to sound like a uh <laughs> a very you know what not, not a we're not gonna make it political i'm just saying i got i gotta work on my trash talk I'm, i gotta expand uh my my words and my uh my grammar there but anyways Fantasy football, Deshaun Watson, uh, he's going to rock and roll tonight. We're going to get into our predictions, of course. Uh, we're going to do our, our, our entire weekend predictions tomorrow like we do every uh, year. I mean, we're, we're back. We, we did, uh, we've done this before during the NFL season, so we're obviously going to pick up where we left off at that time where, you know, hey, we, we talk Thursday night football, we do our picks, uh, we have some fun with our prop bets and all that good stuff. So, um before, like you said, though, before we get into that, first, download the full press coverage app. What are you doing, folks? If you haven't done it, come on. What, what, what's wrong with you? Come on, D do it. Do it. Take <laughs> ten seconds. Type do it into it, your phone. Do, do it. it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that way you can listen to us. You can check out Kyle. Kyle's in the chat. Kyle just joined us. You can check out his weekly fantasy rankings you can see it right there on the front page of the app and of course uh also our nfl uh, uh power rankings we released the first one yesterday no two days ago sorry today's thursday thursday wednesday tuesday right two days ago i had to do a little math in my head mike um check you can check that out of course with all of our podcasts uh live radio and of course great written content from full press coverage but um you mentioned it yesterday uh, uh before we get to football, there there was some other uh, very uh, exciting uh, athletic events going on last night. One of which was a Stanley Cup, uh, I almost said Stanley Cup final, uh, Eastern Conference final, or Eastern, yes, Eastern Conference final uh, matchup that ended 
pretty excitingly, actually. Nikita Kucherov scored with nine seconds left uh, before this game was heading into overtime. So Tampa Bay takes a 2-0 seriously. However, what I do want to talk about, because we do want to spend a significant amount of time on on the NFL, is we now have a Game 7 between the Boston Celtics and the Toronto uh, Raptors after... um, I would say an incredibly exciting back and forth game, especially there at the end and and into the um, into the overtime period. Now, I said this on Twitter, and and you know, obviously, I'm a I'm a Celtics uh, Celtics fan. Um, the officiating, as it has been the entire series, was was atrocious. Um, I, I think at times, you know, again, depending on what fan base uh, you are from, you, you tend to believe that it favors the other team and and so on and so forth. Um, it it was really terrible last night. Um, I I would say again, maybe I am biased. I thought it did favor a little bit, uh, the Raptors last night and you want, and again, this is, it isn't so much about them liking the team more than the Celtics. I think it's more of a, a bigger NBA problem where, Look, they see the idea of having a game seven, a potential game seven, and you know what? Maybe their their calls tend to lean a certain way. I feel like that's the bigger issue here, not so much that you know uh, the refs are conspiring to say, "Hey, we hate the Celtics and we love the Raptors," um, but like it, it was just it was atrocious, and it takes away from the the, the product. Now, again. That aside, the Celtics lost that game because they they squandered opportunities down the stretch to take advantage when they did have opportunities. Um, and again, you can you can say all you want about the refs. The bottom line is, at the end, you know the Celtics still had their opportunities. They still had their chances, and they made mistakes. They turned the ball over, poor shot selection at times. Uh, that's not to say. I mean, look, you're, you're playing, you're going up against the defending NBA champions. I mean, this this has been a you know a really back and forth series of re- two really good teams going at it, and we saw. You know, again, if you can forget about some of the the really bad and lopsided calls yesterday, you can look at the game and say, "Hey, that was a fantastic double overtime game where we saw, um, <clears throat> you know, big shot after big shot, answer after answer, uh, a, dr- a dramatic drive after dramatic drive." Um, Nick Nurse did his best Mike Tomlin impression. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, again, it, it's. It, it makes it uh, uh, all come down to one game, and, and again, if you're the NBA, you're you're sitting back saying, "Hey, this is this is pretty great," especially when now you're competing not only against the NHL but now the NFL, which is back in action. Absolutely, and I do agree with you on the officiating last night. Look, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. We know where we stand, <laughs> and yeah. most of our listeners know where we stand. They know we lean with a Boston bias, and you know I'll own it. I will absolutely own it. But I also agree with you that the Celtics had their chances to get this game and put this game away. They led by three in the first overtime, four back-to-back baskets to open the second overtime, yep. but they couldn't finish off the champs. And you know, credit to. The Toronto Raptors, uh, you know, you, you can get all the calls and things that you want, but if you don't execute and make the most of those opportunities, then you're not going to win. They did that. They force a game seven. Uh, you heard Jalen Brown say it last night in post game. You know, he basically said that they had, you know, several chances. They had opportunities to be able to put this game away. They weren't able to do it, and they're on to game seven. Uh, you know, they have to take care of the ball better, and I think the Celtics realize that. Brad Stevens will have these guys ready. Nick Nurse, as always, has done a tremendous job with this 
team. I mean, most people didn't even believe that Toronto would be in this position after Kawhi Leonard vacated and headed for the West Coast. Uh, I think a lot of people had written them off <laughs> as me. being also Rands in the uh, – uh, bless you – and uh, the uh, the Eastern Thank Conference you. Uh, uh, you know, uh, grand scheme of things. Uh, but uh, in any case, what would uh, – So multicultural uh, I here. On, I don't know. I, I don't know how we got into that, but whatever. Well, we'll okay. We'll, we'll to, to, to be fair, I, I actually took uh, German in high school, believe it or not. I uh, wow. All four years. Um and I, I'm ashamed to say that uh, I, wunderbar, I, yeah, yeah wunderbar. <laughs> okay, now see, see now, now you're, now you're, now you're going. Uh, <laughs> now, now you're getting into the movie dramatic part. We're, 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 we're not going to do that. Uh, we got so much to talk about. We can't get too much off on a tangent. But I did take German in high school. Um, it was inspired by my trip to Germany uh, right before I got into high school. So, um, but unfortunately, that was a long time ago, and I haven't really practiced any of it since. So. Um, you know, I have enough, uh, you know, hard time enough with the English language. <laughs> so. <laughs> no comment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's smart. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but in any case, uh, uh, no, you know, it, game sevens in, uh, it's, it's interesting. It really, really is interesting. And for those of you that are keeping a tally at home, I know these games are being played in a bubble and I know it's, but. Uh, the home team, quote-unquote home team, in each of the six games in the series is 0-3 when it comes to designation. So, you know, I don't know. The home and away, I guess it counts for, you know, scoring or purposes or tracking purposes. But, uh, yeah, whoever whoever seems to be wearing the home jerseys is not really, really doing well. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens. But uh, this, this crept up to be a, a pretty amazing series between two very good basketball teams. And uh, I, I can't wait for Game 7. We live for Game 7 yeah. in our business. And any football fan loves them. Uh, they're nerve-wracking if you're a fan of the team. So, yeah, this will be a nail-biter for Celtics fans and Raptors fans but uh it'll be a great one to watch and a lot of fun let's just say uh traditionally at least over the the more recent history boston has had a pretty successful uh game seven record against toronto-based teams uh, you know again eh, whether it translates or not i don't know maybe maybe if you're a celtics fan you're looking for anything to give yourself a little bit of confidence uh maybe, maybe that's it maybe maybe it, it's a case of that the Leafs are just so too close to the Raptors that uh, not physically right now, obviously, but you know too close in uh, you know proximity where they play and all that stuff that maybe that little game seven uh, mojo will, uh, will will evaporate and they'll they'll look like the Toronto Maple Leafs. We'll see. We'll see. That's well, what I'm we'll hoping see. for. Uh, game seven, <laughs> game seven coming up on Friday, and that little tidbit that I told you about the bubble, the Owen, the Owen three, the home teams having mm-hmm. the disadvantage in this series. Toronto is designated as the home Ooh. team on Friday night, folks. So who knows if you're looking for that Lloyd Christmas telling me there's a chance uh, we, we might have, uh, uh, you know, something to we might have lots to talk about on Monday. Huh? Yeah, that, that, well, well we're, we are going to have actually a lot of talk uh, talk about on Monday. We're always going to. But again, it'll be the first Monday night football game. It'll also be the first post Sunday show that we're going to do since uh well, I guess technically since February, but really since, you know, December when, when we were doing this, you know, for, for 16 games a, a weekend, you know, where, where all these teams were in action. So it's, it's, uh, it's been a while. 
been a while. Yeah, it okay. totally has, and <clears throat> it will uh, it will feel good to be breaking down yeah. some uh, some on field action. Uh, we'll get a chance to do that tomorrow. We'll be breaking down tonight's game, but today we're going to preview yes. the action that you'll see on the field uh, between the Houston Texans and the defending champs um, as the Kansas City Chiefs start their quest to try to be the first team since. Um, Ooh, since our New England Patriots ah. to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Uh, not an easy task, but no. Kansas City feels they're up to the task, and uh, they have a formidable lineup. Uh, there's no question about it. Uh, they're they're well-stacked and well-primed to be able to do it, but as Ric Flair says, to be the man, you got to beat the man, and uh, that back-to-back uh, uh, mantra is very tough to live up to. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens. But I'm looking forward to seeing the Chiefs and the Texans tonight. Yeah, and look, I mean, we're talking about two of the teams right now that are probably can you know looked at as some of the top teams in the AFC. Obviously, Kansas City. I you know again when <laughs> forget what you think about Bill O'Brien, but you know the Houston Texans are are still probably the best team in the AFC South, right? Am I am I forgetting someone uh, horribly? I mean Indianapolis. I don't, uh, I don't know where they are yet, but Indy, Tennessee might have something. Oh yeah, to say ten- about yeah, that, Tennessee. But, um, yeah, okay, yeah, but but, but still, um, you know, Houston. I think is. Let's just say I think they have the best quarterback out of the, yeah. In terms those of roster teams. pedigree, I would yeah, yeah. In terms of roster pedigree, I would have to say that um, you know the Texans are probably the, uh, the the marquee team in that division. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that could be a again. I think that could be a surprise division. I think you could see some wide open competition. And if Philip Rivers rounds into what he yep. was just a year before last in uh, Los Angeles, and he's motivated to come into Indy and play with a very good supporting cast, uh, you might see Indy in that mix this year. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And and I think, you know, similar to, you know, what we have in New England with Cam Newton, the uncertainty of of what the quarterback play is going to be like, I think, is, is what's, you know, kind of given us a pause when it comes to trying to project what this Patriots season is going to be, or in this case, the Colts season. Because if the Colts, you know, Philip Rivers is, is you know, like you said, a, a Philip Rivers from two years ago, and, and you know, it's on a team that a, you know, it's not like he came from bad weather, but you know, you know, you're playing half your games or, or more than half your games in a dome when you consider, you know, the fact that they play Houston too. And you have good talent around you. You know, this is the type of team that, that Phillip Rivers could thrive with. Now, again, we saw last year, a, a guy that truly looked like he, he either was either horribly, horribly injured or just looked like he was 38 years old. Now, again, people, you know, Tom Brady, I think you, you can, and I've tried to impress this upon people that you can just kind of throw that whole age thing out the door at this point. Stop assuming that age is going to affect him uh, drastically and just see for your eyes what happens. With Philip Rivers, we actually saw some indications that maybe, you know, maybe he lost a, a, a big step last year. Now, again, Maybe this was just a case of him being a little banged up. He couldn't really, um, <clears throat> he obviously couldn't get, uh, you know, healthy, whatever. The, the Chargers team, you know, say what you will about, uh, you know, how their record was. They have a lot of talent, but they're also very injured all the time. So, we, I don't know. It'll be intriguing, but uh, we'll see. But for now, I do think the Houston Texans are the, uh, the team in that division, despite uh, the Titans run. I do think that was, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Jadavion Clowney, that's a, that's a big get for them. Obviously, they brought back Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry's still on board. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, how A.J. Brown continues to uh, develop. Uh, and, of course, you know, Ryan Tannehill, can he replicate what a great season he had last year? I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's there's potential. So, 
Um, but like I said, Houston, Houston is the team and, uh, Houston, in my opinion, has the best quarterback and that is Deshaun Watson, my fantasy quarterback for our full press radio league. So it's going to be fun. Uh, tonight though, Houston and Kansas city, the defending Super Bowl champions, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, it is. It's going to be a happening. And you look at the way these two teams match up. You look at what happened last year. We've alluded to it several times. You just mentioned the heartbreak of the Houston Texans having a a pretty big lead on the defending champs and then coughing it up eventually en route to the Super Bowl. This is going to be a revenge game for the Houston Texans. Look, they've got new coordinators, a little bit of a new-look coaching staff. I know they still have Bill O'Brien, which, according to my good friend here on the other end of the microphone, puts them at a disadvantage. But uh, (laughs) in any case... uh, you know, you've got new, uh, you know, offensive coordinators. You've got a, you know, you've got Tim Kelly coming in, uh, doing, uh, you know, play calling duties for uh, for the offense. It's it's going to be interesting to see how um, Houston is able to, you know, put points on the board against the Kansas City defense. But what I'm looking at is what they're going to do to be able to contain this high flying Kansas City offense. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Tyree Kills, Sammy Watkins, Mecole Hardman. You add Clyde Edwards-Hallaire into that into that mix, and all of a sudden, you've got weapons all around Patrick Mahomes, who is a, a very potent weapon in his own right. Kelsey was a game changer uh, last year against, uh, well, actually earlier this year, I should say, calendar year um, against the Texans. Um, Ten passes, 134 yards, three touchdowns, and conventional wisdom says that you know Houston would put all of their energy into containing Kelsey but if you do that you can't put two guys on each one of these weapons that they have you've got Hill you've got Watkins you've got Hardman you've got Edwards Hilaire being able to run the uh, the football what you have to do if you're if I'm Houston at this point what I'm doing is I'm I'm Bill O'Brien I'm letting my defensive coordinating staff know every time Kansas City takes the ball 
you have to make them drive the length of the field. You cannot give up these chunk plays, these explosive plays that they feed off of and allow them to you know, lull you into a track meet. That's what happened in the second half mm -hmm. of that game, and Houston just simply couldn't keep up. If you do that, if you can force them to drive the length of the field, not get these chunk plays, it, it allows Houston's defense to maybe, maybe uh, to be able to make some plays and slow them down a little bit, maybe get Mahomes to take a little bit of an unnatural look and we've seen in certain circumstances where if that happens, he can be prone to making some mistakes. One of the big keys that I'm going to look for tonight is what the Houston Texans do against Travis Kelsey. One of the best ways to keep him under control, because he is a very um, explosive receiver and playmaker, uh, you keep him uncomfortable. Uh, you either chip him with an extra player or you put multiple players in him in a man defense. So we can't get used to one guy and how he's going to attack him. If you do that to Travis Kelsey, he'll pick you apart every time. Mm -hmm. I know we like to take a lot of pop shots at the guy, but he is one of the best in the league at being able to do that. But if you chip him and you don't give him the same looks each and every time, he has a tendency to get a bit confused, and that's where you can well, try to slow him down or keep him out of his rhythm. I... That's one of the things that Rob Gronkowski did so well is he adapted to his surroundings. Even a guy like George Kittle does this very well. Kelsey attends to be his kryptonite a little bit. So to me, that's the key matchup. Watch what the Houston Texans do to Travis Kelsey. It's easier said than done, but if they can do it and find an effective way to do it, Houston may have a pretty good chance. Well, they they used to they used to have a guy that used to cover tight ends pretty well in Tyron Matthew, but you know, guess what? <laughs> now he's on the Chiefs. You know, he was on obviously right. with the Chiefs <laughs> last year and it was a huge, you know, it was a huge thing for them because the Chiefs obviously you know, after obviously Eric Berry going through the health issues that he had, but you know he was kind of the guy back there for a while, and they they were lacking that until they got Tyron Matthew. So you know that's a great point. Where who who does that now? Where can you uh, where can you make up that coverage? And um, no, it'll it'll be interesting to see. Again, you <laughs> you blow a twenty four to nothing lead against this team in the playoffs. You had them all but dead. Uh, you know how you do that? You give up big plays and you make dumb coaching decisions. In this case, it was a lot of dumb coaching decisions by Bill O'Brien that obviously led to the the the, uh, the loss for the Texans. But uh, chunk plays, you got it right there. I mean, you 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 just can't do it because you know. And 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 here's the thing: I'm not saying that you know Patrick Mahomes is and and I this will get get interpreted that way but I'm not saying he's incapable of leading long drives that's absurd of course he's capable of doing that it's the uh absurd consistency that we have not seen and that that's where I've um obviously you know I'll sit there and and argue people to the death about you know who's a better quarterback this that and the other and that's one of the things it's like okay that's great you know you can you can make plays when when the defense breaks down and and you know you get these big chunk plays and uh, again we go back to the the throw to uh, Tyreek Hill which again uh, he Tyreek Hill didn't have a defender around him for ten yards in the Super Bowl and it was off target. I mean, let's be real, it was off target. I'm not taking anything. Well, I guess I am taking something away from him, so I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I'm not. But but I'm just trying to put it in perspective. Okay. You can do that. Yeah, that's great. Good for you. You create a lot of these situations. I'm not going to say he doesn't. He can create because, again, with his legs and how he moves around and, and all that stuff, it, it creates different opportunities for them. But teams need to keep them in a – they need to make sure that they are forcing them into a methodical, up and down the field, long drives consistently. Um Force them into that. Don't give them these big chunk plays because, again, in this type of league, you can score quickly like that. 
Um, all you need is to get <clears throat> get a guy free down the field, and there's a lot of guys that on this team that can do that. So for the Texans, they can't do they just they can't allow them to get these huge plays. And and by huge plays, it means hey, the receiver gets wide open, or or, or again, I mean the, the the design of the play gets the the players open and. Again, they make plays, and these defenses break down and give them these ridiculous opportunities. And it's like you can't do that. Don't beat yourself. And uh, that that's that's the biggest. That's probably the most frustrating thing for Texans fans is because they're watching that that game last year or you know this calendar year and saying we just we beat ourselves. We're sitting there and it's frustrating. You're banging your head up against the wall, and uh, yeah, it's um, I don't know. Like I said, Texans got to play smart. They got to play smart. Yeah, they do. And look, bottom line, I mean, I know I made it seem like, oh, well, this is what they have to do to contain Kelsey and things of that nature. But you hit the nail right on the head. Containing this Kansas City Chiefs team from making these chunk plays is not an easy task. And if we're being honest, Houston hasn't made a whole lot of upgrades to their defense in this offseason. This is the same defense that allowed Patrick Mahomes to throw for 321 yards and five touchdowns. That game, According to ESPN Analytics, Houston had a 93.9% win probability with 11 minutes and 46 seconds left in the first half. Uh, you know, that right there tells you a lot about what this defense uh, allowed the Kansas City Chiefs to do and credit the Kansas City Chiefs for going out and doing it. It's one thing to have the opportunity. It's another thing to execute. And they did that. Anthony Weaver, the new uh, defensive coordinator for the Texans, definitely has some challenges to be able to control this team. But again, all you have to do is start chipping away at some of their major talent. You can't worry about double or triple teaming anyone because there's just too many weapons. Somebody else will get open, and they'll be able to hurt you. You know, you mentioned uh, the, uh, the the pass that uh, Mahomes made in the Super Bowl, the Tyree kill, where he wasn't covered, and it was off uh, uh, it was off base. San Francisco had gotten away from what was the bread and butter of their defense, which was keeping everyone on the field in their line of sight. They didn't do that. They lost mm-hmm. sight, tried to double and triple on some of the guys that were really hurting them, and it left a guy like Tyreek Hill wide open. So uh, it's a, it's going to be a challenge. It's definitely going to be a challenge for the Houston Texans tonight. But, um, again, that's why they play the games on the field, not yep. on paper. Uh, they're, they're going to need, uh, uh, you know, some, they're going to need to step it up uh, when it comes to uh, their uh, their defensive prowess. It'll, uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see what difference J.J. Uh, Watt makes because, obviously, he didn't play in that game, in that playoff game last year because he missed – well, the entire half of the season with That's an injury. That's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, again, you hate to say it because, again, this is someone who, as, as great as he is when he's on the field, is kind of like Rob Gronkowski, where you're almost, you know... I, I don't. I don't want to say waiting for an injury to happen, but you—that's the mentality you have. And and coming obviously from someone who's watched Rob Gronkowski, I feel like ever since he got his knee blown out uh, against uh, the the Browns that year, uh, you just every time he got hit, you just you just paused and waited for him to get up just to make sure that he wasn't injured. And I feel like that's we're we're kind of in that territory with JJ Watt cuz as he his his impact on the field is 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 certainly felt when he's on the field and healthy. When he's not, well, it, it kind of changes the dynamic of that defense and they and, you know, they now they don't have a guy like Jadavion Clowney to to offset that. Now, it, not, that's not to say they don't have talent on that defense defense Whitney uh Whitney Merciless I think led that team last year in sacks, so um, 
but <clears throat> to have JJ Watt out there could make a huge difference. And again, for uh, you know, for if they can penetrate the line and get to Patrick Mahomes, then there you go. You know, you prevent these breakdowns from happening the quicker you get to the quarterback because you know the the defense is always going to be at a disadvantage the longer the play goes on if you can't get pressure on the quarterback because one the rules you can't just like strap up on a on a on a wide receiver and not let them go um you just can't do that now you have to basically play follow and not touch and against some of these guys that are really fast i mean eventually you're just going to let these guys get open i mean it's just how it is you can't hold them forever so uh jj watt having an impact on that line early on is, is i think key for the texans Absolutely. Absolutely. And especially when you flip over and you flip the script to the other side of the football, now you're looking at Houston being able to put up points on this Kansas City defense. And can they maybe catch them off guard, maybe catch them a little bit, uh, you know, feeling their own coming into this game, dropping the banner, defending Super Bowl champions. We've seen the Patriots come in and kind of throw out a stinker. I remember a couple of years ago they did that against the Kansas City Chiefs at Foxborough. And uh, it was the era of good feelings. It was after the, 20, the you know, the 34-28, to 28-3 comeback. And everybody was riding that wave. And all of a sudden, Kansas City, came in and kind of punched him in the mouth a little bit if you're Houston do you try to take that approach Mm -hmm. that may not be as easy as it has been in years past either I do expect a very big game and a pretty big fantasy output tonight for your guy Deshaun Watson Um, I do think he will be up to the challenge and I think you'll see a great game from him but you look at the talent around him you look at what the pieces are around him they traded DeAndre Hopkins their marquee star at wide receiver he's no longer there They chose not to re-sign Carlos Hyde. Traded for David Johnson to take Hyde's place. A lot of people were negative on that. I think Johnson will be serviceable. I don't think he'll be quite the all-pro that he was during his days in in Arizona, but I think he's got a shot to come in and and be pretty decent. Um, Houston also added our old friend Brandon Cooks. That helps to provide even more speed at receiver. But again, Cooks is sort of like that Rob Gronkowski type. He's already already a little banged up. He's already a little banged up, and you have to wonder how healthy he's going to be all season. Yeah, you've got Will Fuller, you've got Kenny Stills, their holdovers, they're going to be there, but what is this? Absolutely, (laughs) Randall Cobb now in the mix. So you've got weapons, but do you have that marquee guy that can help take over the game and take pressure off to Sean Watson? That's going to be the key for Houston. How they come out and how aggressive they are in trying to put points up on the board it's going to be very dangerous to get into a track meet with a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. So they're going to have to make stops. But if they find that this Kansas City offense is just too much for them to contain, they're going to try to have to put as many points on the board as they can. Um, That also could be a challenge. So, um, you know, we'll see. I know it sounds like I'm being a little bit lopsided here. I think this game is going to be closer than I'm indicating, but – the more I look at it and the more I look at the options and the breakdown of these depth charts, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, the, the scales are tipping a little bit, my friend, but uh, I'm not going to give it away just yet. <laughs> well, the, the chiefs offense averaged 28.2 points per game last year. Uh, Texans only 23.6. So, uh, yeah, this isn't last year. The Texans for sure are a lot different. I mean, you know, if this if this was what say 2000 but 15 that they would have a pretty stacked offense, you know, save for the fact that Deshaun Watson wouldn't be in the league, but David Johnson, uh, you know, you got Brandon Cooks again healthy and Randall Cobb who, you know, when, you know, a bit, bit younger was a was a pretty big uh player for the Packers. So, um yeah, I, 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 I'll be interested to see 
I, I'd be I'd worry if 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 Deshaun Watson has to carry this Texans team, and I'm not saying he's not capable of it. I'm just saying like he can't get saddled with just a, a a lackluster, mediocre supporting cast, especially especially when you trade away DeAndre Hopkins. There's a lot of pressure uh, for that team around him to perform, um, or at least there's a lot of pressure on Bill O'Brien because he traded him away, and you know. Whatever. I mean, uh, can, can David Johnson regain that that form that made him, you know, for what, two seasons, probably the best, certainly in a fantasy perspective, one of the best players in the league? Uh, or is he just going to be the guy who's often injured, you know, you know, here, you know, shows up here and there? Is uh, Randall Cobb going to be a guy who, who goes back to 2014, 2015? Or is he a guy that, you know, just a pretty good receiver now in the league? But the problem is, they need more than just a pretty good receiver. They need some good talent around them, and I just don't think they have it. You know, and again, I'm I'm assuming that Brandon Cooks is not going to play a full season. And I hate to say it, it's just it is what yeah. it is, and it's 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 based on his track record. It's true, and we've seen it. We've seen it in New England. We've seen it in Los Angeles. Um, that was a little bit of a question mark coming over from New Orleans when he was traded. Mm-hmm. There was never a question about Brandon Cooks. First of all, never a question about his speed. One of the speediest and uh, one of the better route, you know, running receivers I've seen in quite some time. Uh, just so effective at being able to do that. But just his longevity and his durability of being able to stay on the field ended up proving to be problematic in New England and in his days in, in Los Angeles as well. So, um, yeah, I share your curiosity on that. It's it's about playmakers and about having the weapons around him. And I, I don't see the supporting cast in Houston this year that, that really um, allows him to do that. It, it surprises me when I see people consistently – um, picking Houston as a team that could possibly go to a divisional round or maybe even a conference championship this year. I just don't see the longevity. I don't see the the, the, uh, the versatility that they'll need to make that happen on either side of the ball. Not when you have teams like Kansas City obviously being the favorite, but Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England. I'm sorry to say it, folks. They're going to be in the mix. Buffalo is another team that I don't think is getting enough credit uh, for the prowess that they're going to have on both sides of the ball. So I think it's going to be an interesting year for a lot of teams teams, but uh, Houston's going to have to show me something. If they're going to be taken seriously, this is a great opportunity for them to come out and show it tonight. Even if they don't win, they need to make a very strong showing and give the champs all they can handle. At that point, then you can start to really talk about what this Texans team could possibly do this year. But until then, for me, the jury is still out. Yeah, well, I, I said I said last year after that playoff loss, I'll, I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it. I'm done done believing in the Houston Texans until like they literally have to I will not believe into uh, believe in them until the, the final second ticks off in their Super Bowl win if if they ever get there um there's nothing that they can do for me that will prove to me that they are a team that will ultimately compete for a Super Bowl now that doesn't change the fact what I said about them in the regular season they're a great team in the regular season they they might be the best team in the AFC South they have the best quarterback that means diddly squat to me because again I will never pick them to win a big game I don't care if it's Monday night football I don't care if it's Thursday night football we're we're going to get to that I don't care if it's a wild card game. I don't care if it's a Super Bowl. I'm never going to pick them until they actually win a Super Bowl. Um, so you know that that's where I stand with the Texans. I just I I I don't believe. And and this is an instance where you're going to have to 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Absolutely do it on the field before I ever believe in them. So I don't care if they're 16 or no. <laughs> like, I just, I would not <laughs> believe in them one bit. I hate to, you know, say that uh, you, you've got a really strong argument. I think maybe... Uh, you can give them a little more credit, or nope. at least I would. Nope. But, uh, None. At the same time, I, I, I admire None. your zeal, <laughs> and I admire you sticking to your guns. Yep. <laughs> and like I said, there's definitely an adequate case to be made. You're not pulling this just out of thin air. But at the same time, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what they've got on the field tonight. It's but again, this is going to no, be no, a, no, a, a no. Tough it, one. it doesn't matter. And I don't, it, I don't, I don't care. They could go out and beat the Chiefs fifty-five to nothing tonight. And you know what? You know what I'll say. I don't give a bleep because you know what? <laughs> that doesn't do anything for them in the playoffs because they could go, again, 15-1. and one. We, we remember how good the uh, uh, Letterman jacket Texans were. I mean, we, we joke now about them, but they were, I mean, a, a powerhouse team in that regular season. And guess what? Nothing. Mm. Nothing. <laughs> so, yes. Mm. Mike, they could go yeah. out and and just stomp on the Chiefs all night tonight. They could, they could, and, and I would love it, but I would still never believe. In fact, I'd probably believe in them less because I feel like they're they've they'd reached their peak already. <laughs> they peaked in the first game yeah. of the season. <laughs> That'd be typical Texans. Yeah. I, I do have to admit, but uh, you know, bottom line, it's uh, uh, this is going to be a showcase for we're we're talking a lot about Houston proving itself and and them having to come out and really make a statement. Uh, this is a statement game for Kansas City as well. And and look, I mean, by no means is the first game of the season a must win for any team. I don't care what argument you want to make. If people are making that argument, folks, it's a journalistic argument designed to incite talk and i I gotta i gotta change my headline for my next story hold on thanks mike (laughs) (laughs) i guarantee i guarantee i do admit that you know it's it's part of the job and i'm not knocking anybody for doing it because it is part of what they do but to say that a team's fate will rest on one game i think is a little bit harsh i think is a little bit too over dramatic in a lot of ways but kansas city comes into this game um, as a team that's already trying to establish themselves as a dynasty. I think that's a dangerous move. Uh, I've said that several times. Um, whenever you come out and you try to do that, it usually does not end well. Um, we, we've seen teams try to declare themselves the next big thing. We saw it with the St. Louis, now Los Angeles Rams. Tonight, I, I'll never my forget, dynasty yep, is born. <laughs> Ricky Prohl looking right yeah. into that camera. Dynasty is born tonight. If well, th- yeah, it was. He if was you right. think about it, if you yeah. think about it, the, 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 the foresight or at least the, the, the chance that they actually put that into that video, obviously having it, it, it came out in 2002, not knowing what 
was about to happen. I mean, that's 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 one of my favorite like little things about anything about Patriots for the last twenty years is that. But sorry, it, go ahead. It's true, and he no, he was right on the money. But you know, unfortunately, his prediction was for the Rams <laughs> to be born, and that did yeah. not work out well. We saw it with the with the Seattle Seahawks and the mm-hmm. Legion of Boom, and 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 that. Uh, you know, smothering defense, which they had a tremendous defense, folks, no question about it. But it's so tough to maintain that type of prowess. And I hate to say this, but if you're going to predicate a defense, excuse me, I just took my hand there. If you're going to predicate a dynasty and you're going to build it, it has to be an equal balance of offense and defense. Kansas City's defense is much improved, but I don't consider their defense dynastic just yet. They need to prove that they can do it in all three phases. The New England Patriots did that, a formidable interior defensive line versatile athletic linebackers that can change the complexity have you move to a 4-3 set when a 4-3 is not working and vice versa and a lockdown secondary that can really shut down the passing game i haven't seen that from kansas city yet this team can be scored upon they're having a tremendous amount of success because they can outscore their opponents and one of the best offenses i've seen in quite some time resides in kansas city i think i'd be lying if i said that that wasn't the case but at the same time how are they going to balance that fine line between a staunch off a, a very high flying offense and a staunch defense that can really back it up and keep opposing offenses off the field? If they're able to harness that, then we can start talking about this team possibly making a run. Uh, they will have to collect one this year for me in order for them even to be considered for that type of conversation. And again, they're not going to be in the conversation at that point, but it's just going to be well, this is something that we can start thinking about. Back-to-back is a huge um, undertaking for any team, and now where does that leave them in the echelon for uh, uh, for the rest of uh, uh, their existence um, and the team that uh, um, that Brett Veach and these guys uh, in Kansas City are trying to put out? But ultimately, I'm going to be concerned, and I'm going to be keeping my sharp eye on Kansas City tonight. I want to see how their offense looks. Obviously, we know what types of looks they're going to get. Are they going to be able to run at will against this Texans defense? But I really am going to be keeping a sharp eye on Kansas City's defense tonight. Have they shored up some of the um, difficulties they had at stopping the pass last year? Are they going to be able to step up and stop the run? Is the interior of that off that defensive line going to be able to hold up against opposing offensive lines? Those are the things you look at with championship clubs, and you know right off the bat if they're able to do that and contain and keep offenses off the field, then you know you've got a team that's going to be going deep into the playoffs. And, well, I, and I think Kansas City will. But we'll we'll start to see what their game plan looks like tonight against a very uh, formidable opponent. I was going to say I'll be uh, keeping my dull eye on Bill O'Brien because I I, uh, I want to make sure that he, he he doesn't make any mistakes. But then again, I I don't want to spend too much time staring at Bill O'Brien, so <laughs> my dull eye will be on him. Um, yeah, look, I, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I there's a lot of. You know, what we're going to see tonight I don't think is going to be indicative of anything what we're going to see by the end of the season uh, for, for many reasons. No, no pre, I'm not saying the preseason is important, but, you know, uh, who knows how the early goings of this game is going to be impacted by not seeing live game action yet. Even minimal live game action uh, is helpful uh, as you get ready to start the season. I don't think, and we, we had this discussion the other day, I don't think it's as important as people are making out to be like, oh my God, like preseason, no, it, look, it's, it's really not that big of a deal folks i mean uh wasn't it just like a year ago everyone's complaining about the preseason anyways and they want to get rid of preseason games so um 
I, 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 again, though, I mean, there, there could be circumstances early on in the game that might, you know, allude to that. Uh, what, what's, how long is it going to take for the quote unquote new look Texans offense to, to find its rhythm? Um, you know, again, will the chiefs are, are the chiefs, and this is a, a very legitimate question. Are they going to buy more into their hype? And, and like you said, I mean, that's a, that's a huge issue. That's a, what, what we would call maybe a, a poison pill of sorts for a team that, you know, obviously has the potential to go and, and continue to compete for Super Bowls. But if you, if you buy into your own hype too early, I mean, that, that's, that's, you know, <laughs> that's a death sentence for your, uh, quote unquote, uh, run it back tour. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. I mean, if you look at this, uh, you know, if if they're exploited in any way, yeah, that can have a negative effect. I still would not, even if they go out and, and essentially, you know, lay the groundwork for a terrible, uh, you know, game, I still wouldn't say that that's a, a death sentence, you know, tonight. Uh, but I would definitely say that if they struggle coming out of the gate and you start to see, uh, you know, teams that have maybe figured out what this, uh, what uh, Kansas City can do, that could lead to some sputtering and some difficulty. Well, and we've seen teams let's, unravel before. Let's let's I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, let's I think a lot of people talk about the and, and I'm not <laughs> I again I'm I'm turning into like I'm turning into like the Nick Wright of of anti chief stuff and I hate it. And I and I and I hate that I say that because my nose isn't nearly as uh uh pronounced. Um no, nah, it's a little joke. But uh I I think a lot of people continue to speak of the Chiefs as if it's the 2018 offense. And it's not saying the 2019 offense wasn't as, you know, wasn't wasn't uh, offensively gifted or anything like that, but they weren't as far away from the rest of the pack last year as 2018. So I think a lot of people are speaking as if this is still the 2018 offense. Well, no. And and, and again, I mean, you, you take away those big plays and those those breakdowns that, that inevitably happen during games, and you know we'll see what happens like uh, again you 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 forget i mean for for a majority of that super bowl there was a lot of um poor well yeah and and Kyle makes a good but maybe Mahomes did play better than he did in 2018 um i i i mean i guess uh, to me i i think he's 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 very similar player i think just the 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 output was just drastically different for for you know just whatever reason it just it, it is what it is uh i i don't i think he got better at you know just like any young player does as you go and, and you you play more years in the league you get better you you learn to read defenses better you learn to to make adjustments better and that's going to be an intriguing part of his development is you know where you know does he continue to improve on that because that that to me is like the biggest sign of 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 how good of a quarterback is is of of uh, how good of a quarterback he is not this like oh my god he throw 50 touchdowns he's automatically the best quarterback in the league no i mean it, it, okay that's great it, and it could be very surface and i'm not saying it is but it could be ultimately be very surface now let's see how he continues to develop is he going to continue to put in the work is he going to continue to to look and evolve and and look in and adapt and change his game? Like I said, I'm not suggesting he he's not. I'm I'm assuming he is. I I'd imagine he is, and I I you know, I, by all accounts he is. But is it going to translate on the field? And that's what I'm going to be curious to see. Um. So yeah, I I, I mean, yeah, and that's that's another good that's another good point too. Kyle is uh, the clock management thing was uh, was much better on his part. Uh, last year as opposed to the year before but um 
again, that that's why to me, I, I think he still has uh, a little ways to go before he's really cemented himself as as a let's let's say transcendent talent. Um, I I think there is time that needs to to be uh, had you know, being successful in the league and, and continue continuing to evolve. Um, because again, that's, that's to me, the sign of the best of the best. What happens when everything isn't the same? What happens when everything changes or you have to deal with different circumstances? Um, no, I'm saying, of course, Kyle, of course. And I feel like I'm having a conversation with him and no one knowing what the hell is going on. Folks on the radio, Kyle's in our sportscaster chat room. I'm not just talking to my imaginary friend. Um, I do that all week when I talk to Mike. So I, I can only have one imaginary friend, and that is Mike. Um, Kyle is real, I assure <laughs> you. He's in the sportscaster chat room. Um, yeah, Yes, in theory, any player can get better uh, from what they were a year ago, but I'm trying to temper these expectations or temper these uh, uh, superlatives being hurled uh, at, at Mahomes. And, and again, I, I think as good of a player as he is, I don't think he's uh, so far and away uh, ahead of his um, contemporaries, his peers that others do. And, and that's where I think people need to, you know, kind of just sit back and relax and just look at his development and, and enjoy that and see what he can continue to do instead of making these uh, de- definite statements about who he is and how great he is. And I mean, I see people just so casually say he's the most talented. And look, I, I have a whole problem with this most talented ever because no one could ever actually appropriately define what they're talking about. Um, but you know, people are just like, oh yeah, he's the most talented quarterback of all time. And I'm like, what, 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 come on, let's just watch him, watch him. Let's, let's, let's watch him grow. And, uh, that's, you know, Hey, I guess that's my original point was that's what I'm looking forward to, to this season. I want to see how he grows. I want to see how he develops. Does he become better at reading defenses? Does he, you know, start taking more of a, um, a pre-step, uh, a pre-step pre-snap, uh, uh, control over this team we see it from guys Peyton Manning was was incredible at that Tom Brady as you've said many times before uh was very involved in and in pre-snap reads stuff that doesn't necessarily get you know you, you can't quantify that in a statistic so you know maybe Brady's behind uh, checking out of a pass play into a run play but the run play is going to gain because of the defense so there's all these factors that go into it that you don't necessarily see i want to see how mahomes does and how he develops that type of skill over these next couple of years and you know throughout his career and uh then we can make some sort of uh, uh judgment on his uh, uh ranking among the, the the league's best or you know whoever no, it's true, and I think you're absolutely right on that. And look, the bottom line is is flamboyance and eye-catching ability will only get you so far. You have to evolve. I think you make a great point. Can he change his game? Can he evolve? If the defense forces him into becoming that type of game manager, and again, it's very difficult with the offense that they have and the amount of weapons they have at his disposal, how can you shut down so much of what's around him and then force him into a game that he might not be comfortable playing? Peyton Manning was a, a master at doing that. Tom Brady was one of the best in history at doing that. Joe Montana did it in his day. These are quarterbacks that adapt to their surroundings and they're able to make plays when it seems like their game has been taken away from them. 
I think Mahomes has that capability. He's shown flashes of being able to do it, but it needs to be consistent. And if it's consistent and he is able to do that and beat you in a lot of different ways, yeah, then we can start having the conversation of him being, quote-unquote, the most talented, maybe on his way to being among the greatest to ever play the game. But it's way, way too early on that, folks, way too early. And regardless of how he looks tonight, we are going to see those tweets. Try not to react to them. And they won't be just I think, fans. They're I think you're to speaking to me. Members. <laughs> Try to not react to them. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to keep the blood pressure down, buddy. You know, I, I, I got, gotta, I got my heart rate monitor. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we gotta, we gotta watch that. You know, you're gonna be like, uh, like Lou Brown in Major League Two with the transistor radio getting up and going, "I love this." You know. But uh, in any case, folks, um, yeah, just you're going to see those tweets, and not just from fans either. You're going to see them from media well, members. Uh, this canonization uh, every time a play is made. Uh, you know, like I said, it, it needs to be done on a consistent basis for a long period of time before you can start making those claims. Uh, the immediacy, especially with social media right now, just just makes it so tough. Well, the good thing is uh, we're, we are uh, not actually this isn't a good thing, but we are running out of time, which means we're going to give our picks our first picks of the year. Remember, I said I was going to keep track because uh, I, I want to see how we do. So I said it earlier. I will never, never pick the Texans to win in a primetime game ever um, until they win a Super Bowl, and then maybe I'll reconsider. Uh, so with that said, um, I will not pick them tonight because it is a primetime game. And you know what? It, despite all these things I say about Kansas City, I still think that they're going to win this game. I think they're going to win 28 to 21. That's a pretty standard score. We've seen it a lot in the NFL history. Uh, 28 to 21, uh, Chiefs uh, start their title defense off with a win over the Houston Texans. Mike, real quick, and then we're going to say goodbye. Yeah, I like Kansas City in this one. A little bit bigger margin. I like Kansas City 35-17. They come out, defend the wall, defend the Super Bowl championship, and start off 1-0. All right, awesome, folks. Uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow, and we're going to break down all of Week 1's games. We're going to give our picks. We're going to have some fun with it. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So uh, give us a follow on Twitter, at FPC Radio Live. At Full Press Radio, I am at IGLEN31. He is at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-B-C. Uh, Snowman in the Morning is coming up next. Download the app. Go to FullPressRadio.com. And, of course, if you're a hockey fan, go to FullPressHockey.com. Check out all that awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Folks, have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. April? No, it's August. August 28th, Trivmania 5. Rucker four times going head to head with Craig Cherry, RJ Krasinski from Ringside Rant. Your boy J Bomb is going to be hosting this shit. We're going to be live on Sportscaster, 8 30 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, August 28th, not April 28th. Come check us out. You can listen to the repeats on Full Press Radio and FullPressCoverage.com or wherever you get Talk Mania on your podcast of choice. But guys, Trivmania 5, Rucker four times. August 28th. We'll see you then. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.